Thank you for tuning in to the 8th episode of What Do You Say Anime. On the docket today, I am accompanied by my lovely girlfriend Kayla, as we have just seen the new Trigger production movie, Promare. We discuss all aspects of the movie and give our takes on what we liked and disliked about the movie. Warning, this episode has very few minor spoilers, but there are some spoilers in the production of this podcast. We have brand new intro music thanks to the artist Very Sweet, whose cover of Good Morning World from Dr. Stone is one of the best anime covers I've heard in a very long time. Links to his page will be in the description. So without further ado, let's battle the flames of anime and get this party started. So and thanks for tuning in to the seventh episode of what do you say anime i have my lovely co-host today kayla kayla you want to say hi to everybody hi everybody it's your girl (laughs) it's it's your girl and your boy and your boy (laughs) and we just got back from the premiere of promare in theaters today we saw the english dub version of it and for you who don't know what Promare is, it is Studio Trigger's new movie. It takes place in kind of future time. I don't know how much of the future I'd say. I think they kind of base it like 30 years from now type of time frame after a event called the Great Blast happens where half of the population is killed by... Um, Spontaneous human combustion. Spontaneous human combustion, where humans are blowing up everything, and it's kind of like mutants for X-Men, where it's like some of them have it, and it gets out of control, half the population dies, and then we see this new, like, rebuilding phase afterwards of what happened after this, like, catastrophe of the world essentially exploding. It's like... What would happen right before a dystopian movie? Yes. Uh, very familiar to what's happening now in the current seasonal anime of Fire Force it is a very similar premise, but there's a little there's a few differences with um, how the human combustion works. I actually preferred this version of human combustion way more than Fire Force's version of human combustion. So there's a little different take, but very similar. And the aspects of firefighters fighting human combustion. So, first, we're going to jump right into the movie. And this is Kayla's first time experiencing a Trigger film slash show or anything. And they have a very unique animation style. It was very bright, very unique uh, in terms of animation. Uh, the only movie you've seen is A Silent Voice in terms of animation. So... 
you're limited on like what you've seen, but could you tell like right away that like this style of animation was very different? Uh yeah. I well, I'm not gonna lie. Probably for the first three fourths of the movie, I thought it was called Trigger. <laughs> oh, you thought the movie was called Trigger? <laughs> yeah, because it said Trigger right at the beginning. Yeah, it I did. just I thought that that I don't know what I thought pro Mare meant. I thought it was even a though Japanese I told <laughs> I texted you and talked to you about seeing the movie Pro Bear. You've Googled Pro Bear. I didn't. I thought that that was like. <laughs> I don't know, a special anime word for something. And then oh, I was okay. like, oh, it means okay. trigger. Okay. Which made sense to me because, okay, so everybody, like, starts combusting when they're triggered by, you know, some, like, really intense feeling. So Damn. I was like, oh, that's a good name. Damn. But now my insight means They something. should call the trigger. That's actually, like, a really good... Uh... Yeah, I thought it was... Okay, well... Okay, anyway. but the unique art style of trigger is... It either pulls you in or pushes you away. It's very unique... Um, if, when you get familiar with anime, if you see their style of shows... When I get familiar? I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> if you see these type of shows, you'll know right away that that's Trigger. Like, that art style is Trigger. Nobody else draws like Trigger. And this is an original, so this isn't based off of a manga or a book or a light novel. This is their completely own story. So, I think this is the second original... They've done last, two years ago, they did Darling in the Franks, which is a TV show you've never heard of or seen, so I know you don't care, but that was like their first um, inter- like first introduction to creating their own anime, so th- this one, this is their first movie. Um, personally, I thought the animations were unbelievable. Uh, I think this is probably the best animation of any anime I've ever seen. Uh, I know that's saying a lot since, like, you haven't seen Your Name, but Your Name is, like, widely considered, like, the, I should say it is, but, like, there's movies such as Your Name, uh, Garden of Words, these, like, breathtaking art style shows, and I'm a big fan of Trigger's art style, and I thought this, like, knocked it out of the park. And I think a big part of it was that we were seeing in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. I think if you were watching this on a laptop, a tablet, a TV, I don't think it would, you would have gotten the experience as much as we did. And I think that adds to the emphasis of how good the animation of the show was. Yeah, I was, like, super impressed. Um, obviously, I, you know, I like cartoons and whatever but i've never seen anything with that kind of animation before yes the only thing i could relate it to is spider-man into the spider-verse i think that's a really good yeah. really good comparison where it, that one was a little like um not in all scenes but it definitely wasn't as bright and in your face no, but no. it definitely had like insane visuals or this one is insane visuals but it's like they use the like the colored palette 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 <laughs> Of, like, light blue, pink, um, like, really bright colors of, like, all the characters and all the the effects that they use, like, these ice weapons, essentially, to fight. And so you get, like, the real emphasis of, like, the light blue ice. And then when they use fire, it wasn't red. It was, like, bright pink Mm -hmm. in your face. uh, Colored palette. Got it this time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it... I had a hard time following it at first. It made me really dizzy. Yeah. Like, when they were destroying things and falling over buildings. It was a lot. I really, like, had a hard time orienting myself where the characters were. I think people might actually get, like, not like it because of how much it was. Like, it was... 
It was so much. Oh, like a lot of times in like uh like screens like screenshots where like it's focusing on like the main character that area will be like really clean and polished and then like the outside mm-hmm. maybe like the buildings are like looks like it's drawn in like paint or something or it's not as beautiful because it wants you to like focus in on like what's happening in, like this particular like scene in the movie but this was like everything yeah. was polished every like when the Spoiler, there's fires and scenes of, like, buildings on fire. Uh, like, the explosions were just, like... Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. And, but I think to some people, like me, I loved that. And But I can also see how people would absolutely hate because their eyes are going top left corner, top right corner, bottom right corner, middle, center, left, right, to, like, who knows, like, where am I supposed to look? And I can see how that can probably drive people away from it. Also, there was a lot of people with pointy teeth, and that was really distracting to me. The pointy teeth? <laughs> yeah, like all the other stuff going on, I was focusing on the people with pointy teeth, and I was like, that's scary. Yes. Okay. So that's what I took away from that. You were focused on the pointy teeth, and I was focused on... Okay. <laughs> that's... I mean, we'll probably, we can dive into that more when we get to like, the character design and stuff like that, okay. but... Um, yeah, I think this is... The animations were... Top notch. I obviously it's different compared to other anime um, because of the style that Trigger has, but I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. I think that this movie is good enough. If you can see it in theaters, I think the movie itself is good enough just based off the animation. I thought it was that good. I really liked what they did, like the action scenes. I really liked what they did in. Just, like, the, the pizza scene, like, that was just, like, really cool. Like, how over the top, like, how they're eating pizzas and stuff like that, where I love, like, that style of animation, too, where you can, like, calm it down and, like, these, like, calm scenes before things just hit the wall and shit hits the fan type of thing, so. Yeah, I mean, if you're not seeing very much anime, I, I was really impressed with, like, it felt like it was a 3D movie, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. and it felt like... At points, it felt like I don't know. You could really tell what they were trying to emphasize, yeah. and I thought it was cool. It was a it was a lot at some points, and I think if you have more of a trained eye, it might be a little bit easier to watch. Yep. But... And I do like your comparison with saying that it's like Spider Man to the Spider Verse because yeah, obviously this is an animated movie, and but it just the style of it is completely different, and I loved what they did, and I was such a huge fan of it in the Spider Verse, and so this type of like. Just breathtaking animation. It's like I, I hope it like sets a new standard in like these type of movies because I could get used to seeing stuff like that. I so I give like major props for the animation. Wait, what kind of animation is this? So, I mean it's saw... it's still anime. But well, like, like is it the computer kind or are they drawing it? So there were minor scenes of like like the CG, but it wasn't like it wasn't like, I could show you, like, what CG anime looks like, and you'll be like, this is the ugliest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> so it wasn't like that. Um, it's just the, the style of how they draw. And if you couldn't tell, this movie probably had a huge budget where oh, they could spend yeah. a shit ton of time drawing this. Where a lot of times where, like, episodes are, they get, like, a few months probably to create, like, a 12-episode show. This one they probably had years to make. So, it was... Actually, I know they had years to make. And you could tell how 
they polished everything in this movie. Um, like I said, if you're, I guess so this is your first time for tr- like a trigger movie. How do you like this art style compared to a silent voice? Since that's the only other anime movie you've seen. <laughs> I thought a silent voice was beautiful. Like the animation, I really liked it. It was a lot more muted. A lot. I mean, obviously, this one was some sort of action. Yes. You know, I don't know exactly, but that one was not action, and um, I don't know. I guess you could say the art style for a silent voice made sense for the type of movie it was. Yeah. And then for this one, since this was like an, I mean, it's a mecha sci-fi action movie. Yeah. The art style like matched what the movie was going for. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah. So big, big thumbs up for me for animation. Uh, next, let's move into the sound and music aspect of it. Uh, I don't know how pay, much pay attention you do for like sound and music compared to like what I do but when movies start for me a lot of times they just have like an opening song and that can kind of tell you the mood it's about to set for the movie and I think it helped uh, once again that we were in this great movie theater with reclining seats and a really good sound system that like right when the first opening song kicked off I'm like hell yeah like this is gonna be I like it's gonna kick ass right, right away I can tell the mood based off of the music and it did. I thought the opening, like, scene where we get introduced to, like, them driving down the street and, like, these fire trucks and everything like that would set a great, like, atmosphere of, like, what I thought the movie was going to be like. Do you remember any of that? You got, like, a confused look on your face right now. <laughs> Didn't it start with people spontaneously combusting? Well, okay, that's how, like, the movie... That's, like, okay, that's how the movie started, for sure. Yeah, but, okay. Like, <laughs> I'm confused. The opening movie starts with, like, the combustion scene, but, like... The there first, was like, no music in that. The Okay, the first, like, real scene. Because okay. the, the human combustion thing didn't last... That wasn't, like, 20 minutes long where, like, the first action scene was. That was, like, a introduction, like... Yeah, it was, like, an it, up kind of, okay. like, a, a back... It was okay, let me, you let, needed... Let me, let me retract that. Let me say the first... The first, like, scene of, like, the main characters and the cast... Okay. And, like, what they're doing. Like, mm-hmm. the music playing, the fire truck sounding, them, like... The glass shattering in, like, the buildings and stuff like that. I thought that was unbelievable quality. I thought it set, like, the mood for the rest of the movie. I thought, like, that was, like, a huge aspect of the whole movie in general going forward as well. Because there was a couple scenes where, like, when it, like, slowed down, the music, like, kind of paced with the, the movie. And then towards the end, we're starting to get towards the climax. The music's, like, picking up. And it really, like, got into the whole environment. And I thought they did, like, a really good job with, like, the music. Along with, like, the sound effects of, like, the robots punching each other. The glass shattering. Uh, I thought the sounds for, like, the different fire trucks that they used were, was unbelievable. I, I know it's just, like... I know it's just, like, normal-sounding fire trucks. But it's, it felt like it was, like, coming right behind you. And I just love, like, the whole ambiance of, like really loud obnoxious fire trucks because fire trucks are loud and obnoxious and they're i mean they're, they're made to be like that because so you know they're coming and all this stuff but like it felt like i was like on the street watching these fire trucks drive by i don't know was that, was that an important factor for you i guess i'm like critically thinking a little more i mean i don't really like those kinds of sounds so. <laughs> okay so <laughs> This is why we have a counterbalance <laughs> and a polar opposite with these type of reviews. Yeah. So. I mean, I 
I don't know, do you like to just stand outside at like a fire station just no, wait that's for not, people that's, to that's, be in crisis? That's not what I meant, but like... That's what gets you off? No, that's not what gets me <laughs> off. <laughs> that's a... Okay. No, it's just how they utilize, like, I guess, like, the movie is very in-your-face and the sounds were matched that in-your-face type of uh, ambiance that they said. <clears throat> I felt not strongly at all about the sounds, so I think that means it matched whatever they were trying to okay. do. Because I didn't, like, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really paying attention. I wasn't like, that's sure. a really great fire truck. But I wasn't like, wow, that, you know, that doesn't really fit what's going on. Okay, so. that's fair. And then, I wasn't really expecting you to be, like, critically thinking about the sound of the music while we were watching this, so. This is just one of these things that, like, it catches my eyes, where, like, um, <clears throat> you haven't seen it yet, but when you do watch Your Name, the opening song to Your Name, like, wh- if I heard that, like, I, like if it was in, like, my earbuds, I could picture the beginning of the movie, like, to, like, a T. Like, that's how much that song means to the opening of... Your name. And if people have seen your name, you know what I'm talking about. And this kind of had, like, that same effect where, like, as soon as I heard it, like, I could visualize what was going to happen based off the music. And that was, like, a huge factor for me. And I like when movies and shows do that. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, like, a real thing, too. Like, some people feel strongly about music and, like, tie memories. Yes. You know, in a different songs or whatever and I think everybody does that but it's definitely like like I like music but I don't you know like I don't relate it to things I think as sure. much as you would so yes. maybe it wasn't as important to me I was just it was there and it was fine I think just um but. this is just from like a personal perspective when there's a lot of like for instance like giant robots fighting each other it's like the same like hard metal guitar riffs like yeah, let's fight type of thing but this one was like high production like they had like vocals and like really cool music going on along with the whole movie happening with like the fire trucks and the fights and everything it's just one of those like little things that like i look for mm-hmm. that maybe you don't look for type of th- i mean you don't know but like <clears throat> it's just it's just uh, all right here's how i'm gonna compare it since you've seen <laughs> disney movies um like how much the song make a man out of you and mulan means uh-huh. to the movie mulan you know what i'm saying yeah like like, that's how much, like, a music can, like, affect how good the movie is. Because, like, Make a Man Out of You is, like, a huge part of the, like, the movie. And then, I, I know it's, like, incorporates, like, the song happens during the movie. They're getting, like, off topic. But, but like, I know what you're saying. Yes. I'm just saying I didn't have that effect in this sure. movie. And that's probably largely because you've seen way more than yeah. I have. And you know what's going to happen. And you know, like, how this goes. Like... I, 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 guess, didn't I, know what to I guess the cliff note, I like that they did short the music and sound, that they went full budget on it, okay. and it, it showed for it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving good. on. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so next I want to talk about the characters, and especially I want to talk about the art and, like, the character styles. So Trigger is really known for, do you know what fan service is? No. So fan service is mostly directed towards boys, but it also can appeal to girls as well. But yeah, where they're not wearing clothes. Not wearing a lot of clothes. Um, I guess in this, uh, Gallo, the main character, like, doesn't really wear a shirt. So that's yeah. like the female fan service. But like, 
the male fan service was like the girl who rides the helicopter wore like a crop top. Yeah, and I then know. yeah. So like <laughs> how do you feel about like did that take away from the movie from you? Like Yeah. That, it did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I thought about. Like when he got in that thing the first time to save people, I was like, Why the fuck are you not wearing a shirt? Yeah. Like you're going into fire and you're just gonna go there like skin showing. Like, yes. That's the first thing you shouldn't do. And I'm gonna pull up a picture on my phone real quick of a character from another trigger show. And tell me if you think it's the exact same or not. Or, like, if you see the similarities. So does this guy look familiar? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I showed her a picture of Kamina from Gurren Lagan. I know you haven't heard of it, but that's a trigger show. <laughs> okay. The guy who directed this movie directed mm. Gurren Lagan. So this is one of those, like, cameos I was talking to you about where, mm. okay, this character is obviously based off this guy, Kamina. Yeah. Because it's, like, instead of his hair, this dude's hair's down... The guy Same in the movie, color. his hair is up. So it's like, I felt like they kind of, like, got lazy on the character <laughs> design. I thought it was kind of BS that the main character looks exactly like Kamina. And I like that he's supposed to be like this cool, spunky, like, kind of dumb, like, hero. That, yeah, douchebag that it's we like can all root for. Because that, that's what... Kamina is kind of like in Gurren Lagann. He's, I think he he's a way better character than the guy in Promare. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you can direct that. Um, I thought some of the other characters were, if you've seen Trigger shows, they're a lot of copying and pasting. Mm. I really did not. It wasn't just uh, Gallo the main character. It was other characters that are exactly like other Trigger. Uh, characters, and I don't know if that's supposed to be like an homage to like other trigger characters, or if that is supposed to be like just cameos, or if they just got lazy. But either way, I couldn't figure it out, so I didn't like that. I wish you have this huge ass budget to make this fantastic movie, and you copy paste the characters. Even the there's like a split scene of like the rat. Yeah. That is from Little Witch Academia, so it's just like mm. that's another cameo. Even like the. The rat is a is a copy and paste character. It's like come on. It's a bummer because he was my favorite character. <clears throat> yeah, the only character that like really wasn't was the like the captain, but he really wasn't in the movie for that long. Yeah. So it's like the main characters were copy and pasted, but like the side characters weren't. Like, I it was just like it just seemed really lazy to me. Um. Uh, compared to other Trigger movies, the fan service was not even close to as bad. Like, you should see how bad the other fan service... There's a show called Kill a Kill, where essentially they're fighting in, like, bras and underwear the whole time. It's actually one of the reasons why I dropped the show, because I love, like, Trigger's art style and their action, but, like, their fan service is so over the top, it literally, like, killed the show for me. And a lot of people love Kill a Kill, and they can look past the fan service, but... They definitely toned it down compared to their other shows, so... <clears throat> so, like, why, though? Like, are, why do people like to watch that? So, a lot of these shows, are the genre is called shonen. Shonens are mostly like action-based shows targeted to 12- to 18-year-old males. So, what do 12- to 18-year-old males like? They like... Animated characters? Animated characters <laughs> showing skin, essentially. That doesn't even make sense, though. Ask a 12- to 18-year-old boy. Because I think if I watched, like, uh, these fan server shows when I was, like, 18, 
I think I might like it more compared to me now, where I'm like I'm looking for more than just like big old tits in my face type of thing. <laughs> but they're fake. They're, well, they're not even fake. They're just like drawn. Yeah, like, they're two D titties, but like yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> but <sighs> people, hey, people like it. I yeah, that's fair. I'm not gonna front act like I don't like it, <laughs> but like when it's like in your face all the time, it draws me away from the show. This was not even close to as bad as their other shows. So I do like that they toned down the fan service, but I think, like, the character design of, like, having the fan service is just lazy. Like, I think that they could easily draw, like, really cool, like, suits, these fire suits for (laughs) male or female characters, and they're just like, male shirt off, lady crop top, (laughs) short shorts, leggings. It's just like, I mean, it's anime, it happens a lot in anime, um... Yeah, I know that's a thing, and, like, I guess since I'm not familiar with that, that wasn't really an issue for me when I was watching it as the characters, you know? I wasn't distracted by them. I was more put, yeah, I was more put off by the copy and pasting of their other shows than the fan service slash, like, wardrobe, costumes, whatever you want to call it that they're wearing. So, how about the mechs? Do you thought the, did you think the mechs were cool? The robots that they, robots and, like... Like they they use to fight, they're called mechs. Oh. Um How do you how do you like like the mechs in general or like the art style from those? Uh I don't know. It reminded me of Transformers. <laughs> yes it did. Um I don't know. They seemed really over the top and uh it was nice that they color coded them. Like if they were fire or ice because that helped me tell them apart when they were fighting. I thought the dragons were cool. The dragons were cool. <laughs> the fire dragons were pretty sick. Um, I don't know. I don't care that much about fighting scenes, though, so I was just like... Like, there was one point in the middle where there was just, like, a really long fighting scene, and I was like, okay. Was that when they are in, like, the the ship? Yeah. Okay. I feel ya. I was just like, alright, I get it. You're fighting. Somebody's gonna lose. Somebody's gonna win. Yeah. Like, let's move on. I, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of mechs. I'm not the biggest fan of like long pro like long fight scenes like this, but I thought they killed it. I thought like <laughs> I thought the fight because they did a really good job of like it's not just pure chaos the whole time when they're like uh, what was it like Gallo de Leon or whatever when they're like naming their mechs and yeah. their, their moves and stuff during the fight. I thought that was a really good form of like comic relief during like mm-hmm. this tense scene because Trigger is known for having, like, really good comedy in these, like, very tense, serious moments. And I thought they did a really good job of continuing their, like, tradition of being over the top, having amazing fight scenes with giant robots, along with having, like, the wherewithal of being, like, they know this is over the top, so let's add some comedy into the fights. Yeah, Um, I really liked that, too. They were just, like, in the middle of an intense fight, and they'd be like, you're such an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> or something, and it, like, broke the tension, and you're like, oh, okay. My favorite, this will be a slight spoiler, but we, the, I'm not gonna say the villain's name, but the villain's like, could you stop naming things oh, during yeah. the fight? And then he hits them, and he's like, how'd you like that pile driver, or that super pile pile driver I did to you? It's like, he immediately names his move. Yeah. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. That was super funny. Um, they kind of, I guess we could talk about no, I want to keep talking about this. I just for just for a little bit, but like, I thought like 
not just the characters, but like the animations on the mechs, the buildings, mm-hmm. um, just everything in it was like really vibrant, very bright. Continuing with the theme of the show, I thought overall they did a fantastic job with like the. I'm trying to think of a word. Uh, I I thought they just did like a really good job with like the world building and everything that went into the world type of thing. Mm-hmm. And the dragons were bad ass. Yeah. I love the dragons. That was my favorite part. Okay, and now let's jump into how about the overall story of the show, or sorry, the, of the movie. So it takes place thirty years after the of the Great Blast or whatever they call it, the Thirty Year Blast, mm-hmm. and we transition to a story of. The main character, Gallo, becoming, like, this superstar firefighter and trying to solve... I don't want to do any spoilers, because I don't think we did that many spoilers, so I don't want to do, like, a whole spoiler show. Okay. Of him trying to help out the world he lives in while being conflicted with um, the people who could still spontaneously combust, essentially. So how did you like the story and, like, the dynamic of... All of that coming together. Um, I thought the idea was really interesting. Um, I think that this particular movie did a lot. I liked the story a lot better than um, A Silent Voice. Just in the way that this one doesn't really, like, explain to you how you're supposed to think of things. Yes. Like, um... I mean, it kind of does it at some points, um, but it it's a lot more like it, it shows you what's going on and you put things together and it like helps the story move along instead of them stopping and being like, this is how you should feel. This is what this actually means mm-hmm. and whatever. So I appreciated that. I thought that was well done. Yep. Um, have you seen like the newer X-Men, like Days of Futures Past and stuff like that? No, or, like, I don't think so. They kind of, that one dives into like the social aspect of being a mutant in X-Men mm-hmm. where, like, they're, like, discriminated against type of thing where now we're in this world where the people who can spontaneously combust are just trying to, like, a lot of them are just trying to live their life. And they're trying to control, like, who they are and they're being, like, hunted down, essentially. So, like, they're, like, being, like, it's, like, prejudice and there's all these, like, social things that are going on. I wish they lo- could explore that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think they did, like, in the pizza shop part i thought that was really good because i really didn't see that coming in the type of show or the type of movie that it started out as because it, it made it seem like people who are spontaneously combust are terrible people i would say terrible people they're, they're villains they're blowing up shit and then they're like well they're not that bad and then they kind of leads into a scene where they shows like they're not that bad but people are so like oh this pizza is made by uh whatever they're called uh like burners or something like that and just like gross like yeah i can't believe i touched this type of thing and like it was kind of like a cool like social thing that they add into like this over-the-top action show so stuff like that was like i like that they got the bits and pieces in there i wish that they added more like comedy into the beginning and middle the middle was slow Mm -hmm. there was a lot of like Time where they easily could have had, like, funny character interactions with the story. I know it's, like, building towards this climactic end, but it seems like they missed some pieces that they could have made it 
Because I started yawning. I think you were a little tired in the movie theater too. Where it's like, can you can you pick it up? Like, I understand that you need like slow parts to build to the climax, but like it's getting a little long. You could have added like comedy or something. Uh, but the end was like super funny. I thought at the end, like the comedy was like on point when they were like fighting mm-hmm. the main villain. And then just, like, all the interactions between the main characters were, like, really funny. I liked how they, like, he was, like, making fun of his, like, choice of, like, what's cool and, like, what's not cool. He's like, fine, okay, I'll make this for you since you think it's cool type of thing. Yeah. Um, I like that part. And then the whole climax at the end was, like, it was pretty, I mean, it was, like, you could probably predict what was going to happen. But I thought they executed, like, as long as they, like, execute it well, it's fine. I thought they executed it pretty well overall for the story yeah that's interesting because i i knew right away from that beginning <laughs> like scene before your beginning of mm-hmm. the movie yeah, yeah, yeah like what was gonna happen but probably because i've seen a lot of movies like that yeah but like i figured that the plot was gonna take the turns that it did so I appreciated that they kind of called it out in that pizza scene. Like, they called it out right away. Yeah. Because I thought, like, I was like, I hope that you're not going to make this twist happen right now because, or, like, you're not going to make this the main twist because mm. it's pretty obvious and they didn't do that. So I was pleased with that. And, I mean, I thought, I didn't have any expectations going into this movie. I didn't know what it was about, even though I Googled it. Yeah. And kept getting things on Facebook, like, for this movie and um, whatever, but I didn't know what it was going to be about, and I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, this, I don't actively search out, if this was, like, a show, I wouldn't actively search it out. Maybe if somebody recommended it to me, I would maybe check it out eventually. But I thought this movie did a really good job of what it wanted to do. I was happy I went and saw it. I would recommend it to anybody who's a fan of, like, mechs and action and trigger. <clears throat> and even if you're, like, kind of on the fence of shows like this or movies like this, I think this one was far and beyond one of the best ones I've seen. Very Gurren Lagan-like, very Kill a Kill-like, very Trigger-like. So if you're a fan of Trigger and those type of shows, then Gurren Lagan's one of my favorite shows of all time. I highly recommend this to you. So... Let's get to our personal ratings of the show. So we do a scale from 1 to 10. Kayla, do you want to go first? What you would give this movie? Um, am I basing it on the one episode of a volleyball anime I've seen and a silent voice? I guess you can just... <laughs> that's your... For right now, in your point in your life, you base it off of the one anime movie and one anime episode you have seen and just... Just whatever you felt that this movie deserves. Okay. Um, and then I can be, like, the critical anime guy on the side <laughs> after you're done. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't have it. I can't compare it to other movies because it's not fair. It's in a completely different... How, how about you try... Compare it to, like, Transformers or something. Well, I don't really like Transformers. Okay. <laughs> that, that's fine. You can compare... You can, you can say this movie was not good. You, Are you going to break up with me if I say that? No, I will not break up with you. <laughs> Good. 
over this. I'll break up with you first. <laughs> Make me watch anymore. I mean, I'm shocked that you're still with me. So. I'll run away. Anyway. <laughs> um, probably like a six out of ten. Six out of ten? Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the best part and what was the worst part of the movie? Um, I thought that the animation probably was the best part. I, I'm still on those dragons. They were sick. Yeah. All of the things they did with like the fire and ice fighting was really cool. Yep. And for me, I gave it a nine. I thought, like I said, I think this is one of, if not the best animation of any anime I've ever seen. I think it was that good. I thought the story for what it was trying to do was great. I thought the fight scenes were unbelievable. The things like nitpick on, I thought the characters were lazy. The designs were super lazy. Um, The middle of the movie was slow. I'm really glad this was a movie and not, like, a 12-episode show because then, like, episodes, like, 5 through 8 would have been just a snooze fest and then people would, like, drop the show because it would have been boring. So, I think, man, in terms of Trigger, I mean, Girl Lagana is my all-time favorite, so this is probably my second favorite. I guess if you count Neon Genesis, Neon Genesis is my second favorite, so this is, like, third. This is, I thought this was really good Trigger stuff. Um, I also think my score is because we saw it at a movie theater. Mm, I think yeah. if I watched this on like a tablet or my TV, I think it'd be a seven or an eight because I don't think you would have gotten the animation or sound quality that we got. So I do want to emphasize that seeing this in a movie theater is a big deal, big deal. I think you probably would have felt. Let's be honest, you would have fell asleep if. Oh, I 100% would have fallen asleep. Yeah, if it wasn't, if, if, if it wasn't a movie theater. Even in a movie theater, you're close. But like, I've definitely fallen asleep. I in think, movie but like, for as big as of an anime nerd I am, I was also getting tired in that middle part. So yeah. I think that was a kind of a blow. But like, we don't do decimal points, so like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like an eight point six or something like that if we're doing decimal points. But like, I'm gonna round it up to a nine. I thought it was that good. <laughs> wow. Even though we don't do decimal points. Even though we don't do decimal points, I just did. Yeah, 8.6, uh, no decimal points. Yeah, so. Okay. But highly recommended. If you can see this in theaters, please go see it in theaters. Or if you have a friend with like a 4K TV or something like that, when the movie gets released on like Blu-ray or a streaming site, go watch it. All right, so that's our wrap-up, episode seven. Kayla, thanks for being an absolute trooper <laughs> uh-huh. and seeing another movie with me. This might be the last episode because you'll probably break out with me if I <laughs> force you to any more anime movies, but I appreciate you coming, and I appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs>